Hello, I'm Debbie, and welcome to the RNN Group Podcast. Rotherham College, North Knotts College and Durham Valley College are all part of the RNN Group, providing career-focused further and higher education. If you're just leaving school, about to become an undergraduate, in employment or looking to rejoin the workforce, we have a course for you. There are over 12,000 people studying here each year, including 2,000 on apprenticeships. In this episode, making the switch from school to college. For many students, it's the first big adjustment to your educational environment. What can you expect from further education and how do the RNN Group Colleges ease that big transition? We'll chat with Jason, the Student Services Administrator, about the support the college gives each and every student. The idea is that college is for them to progress that love of that subject. We want them to succeed and we want them to like what they're doing at the same time. We want them to be passionate about it, be interested in it. And student Abigail shares her experience of taking that big step from school to college. It's a really good college. The people are really nice. You can make friends easily. It's really diverse. My two years at college has been fun. But first, let's find out what students can expect. Sam Charles is the Learner Recruitment and Events Officer at the RNN Group. Hi, Sam. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Now, it's a big step for students from school to college, isn't it? It is. It's a really big step, um, but it's a really exciting one. Students come to us because it's what they want to study. They're here because they want to progress in their education. Um, So it is a big step, but there's lots of support available for them in that transition. What would you say is the biggest difference between the two? I think the biggest difference is independence. At school, you're kind of in nine to three, you go to a lesson, you come back out and it's quite regimented if you think about it. But at college, it's very independent. It's very open to you. You have your scheduled lessons, but you're not in all day every day. So the idea is that those times you're not in a taught lesson is all about going out and just doing your own thing. So whether that's independent study, kind of catching up with a bit of work, doing some coursework, you can go and do some volunteering, you could get some part time work. So it's all about managing your own time and managing your own expectations as well. I think that's probably the biggest difference between the two. Okay, so what can students expect from the RNN Group Colleges? So students can expect a wide range of things from us. We have so many courses that kind of suit lots of different types of students, but also the support available as well. So we have lots of support that students can get all throughout their time with us, as well as industry standard facilities. There's lots of types of things that you'll see within the college that you'll then see out in industry as well. So we're using the technology that companies use already. You are taught by industry professionals. So our teachers, our lecturers have already been out into industry. They've done this as a job before and they've come into teaching a little bit later. So they are really experts in the industry that they're teaching to our students. And it's quite scary, the transition from school to college. How do you manage that transition? Yeah, it can be a little bit daunting, but we really try and manage students all the way through, not just year 11, but all the way through their secondary school as well from the minute they start in year seven. So we have a really good schools team that I'm part of and we go out into local schools in all of the areas that our colleges manage. We will do assemblies, presentations, we'll do workshops, kind of one-to-one sessions. So students are already quite familiar with the way that the colleges work all the way, like I said, from, from year seven onwards. And then once you get into year 11, you can come and have a look around. You, One of us can give you a tour around any of the college campuses and that can really help students to come and see what we have before they apply or even just if they've already applied and they just want to see it before they come. And just then the first day just means it's a little bit less scary. We also have a student support team that can support through that transition. So if you've got any additional needs that you need support with, 
that team will come and help with that transition as well to really make sure that you're as comfortable as possible from year 11 coming through to college. One of the things that's really impressed me across these podcasts is that you're already thinking ahead about that next step for students, whether that's into higher education or employment. Yeah, absolutely. So we see college here as a bit of a stepping stone. So you come into college to study what you want to potentially do in the future. And it's always thinking about what is next for our students. So whether that is going to be higher education at our university centre in Rotherham or whether you're going to go straight on to employment. We want our students to be leaving with the best possible qualifications and the best skills and as the best all-rounded person they can possibly be to whatever they're going to go on to next. So we're always encouraging students to think about what the next steps are after college. And what advice would you give to any student about to make the switch from school to college? I think doing as much research as you possibly can. Have a look what's out there, see what colleges have to offer, see what colleges, not just the course, but also what do they have extracurricular as well? What things are kind of going on in the college? Do as much research, go to as many open events, go to as many tours, do everything you possibly can, get involved as much as you can in what your next steps are going to be. I think that would be my biggest piece of advice is to just do your research and really make sure you're ready for that change. You said there that you can go on tours. Now, obviously, because of the pandemic, there hasn't really been the opportunity for potential students to look around the colleges. But it is actually something that every student is still welcome to do, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. All students are welcome to come and have a look on a tour with us. We can do any of the colleges, any of the college sites. If you're not sure what course you want to apply for, that's fine. We can do a bit of a general tour and you can just have a look around everything. If you're torn between a couple of courses, just come and see the facilities. But yeah, that's absolutely definitely something that you can do with us. So how and when do students need to apply to join the college? So students can apply from September onwards once they start year 11. So as soon as you're in year 11, you can get applying. And the sooner you do it, the better, really. You can get your interview sorted, your interviews out of the way, you can get your place confirmed, and then you just focus on the rest of year 11 and the rest of your exams and kind of what's next, really. So you can apply online on the website, on each of the college websites. Um, you can apply for more than one course. That's absolutely fine. Or each school does sometimes have its own application system. So always just check with your careers advisor at school as well first. So what is the website address if uh, anyone wants to organise a visit or just wants to find out more? Any of the college websites, there'll be a bit more information on there. Or you can email us at schoolevents at rnngroup.ac.uk. That's if you want any more information about a course, you just want to have a chat with somebody, give you a bit of advice and guidance, or you want to arrange a tour, anything really, just drop us an email on that email address. Thank you, Sam. Right, you stay there so we can both chat with Abby now, who is president of the Student Union. Hi, Abby. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. So let's start with you telling me what you're studying. Currently, I'm studying level three business. I'm at the Rotherham site. Okay, and how did the switch from school to college go for you? It was quite a difficult switch because I went from secondary school to actually sixth form at my secondary school. I thought it was just the easiest option, so I just did that. So I did A-levels for two years. I did something completely different to what I'm doing now, which is business. I did geography, geology and English literature, so it's quite different. Yeah, <laughs> I did that for two years, but I didn't actually end up taking the 
A-level exams at the end. I got really stressed towards the end. So I was like, am I going to stay in education? Am I not going to? I didn't know what I wanted to do in sixth form. Like throughout that whole time, everyone was thinking about where they want to go to uni, what they want to do at uni. I had no idea. Like, so it was kind of pointless for me to go to uni when I didn't even know what I wanted to do and like spend that money. So I went to the careers advisor and she was like, have you ever thought about business? And I was like, no, I'd never thought about business, but there's like so many things you can do. So I just decided to have a rest, take a break and then enrol in college. Sam, the college is there every step of the way, isn't it? To make sure all students make a successful transition from school. Yeah, absolutely. So at every point, all the way from kind of year seven, all through to year 11, when you are applying, the college is there to kind of help you from every point. So once students have applied, they'll get lots of emails from us to keep them up to date with their application. You'll get an application portal where you can go and check your application to see if you've got an interview yet or to check that your place is ready. We'll really help that transition between school and college because it is quite a big step for students. But your careers advisor at school is right there to help and we can help in any way we can as well. So back to you, Abby. How do you think the college helped you get through the switch? The college had taster days and obviously these taster days are optional, but I thought, yeah, I'm obviously going to go on a taster day. I thought it was really interesting. It was really good. I got to meet one of my teachers who I still have now and I met a friend who I still have to this day, like two years later. So that taster day made my decision for me. Like, yeah, I, I like it. Um, I want to study here. It's easy to talk to people. It seems like a nice environment. So that helped persuade me to go to the college. Sam, what other help do you offer students that they may not have accessed? So we have so much support available for all of our students, whether that's you've just started or you're kind of at the end of your journey with us. There's so much for you to access, whether that's financial support. We have lots of bursaries that students can get access to to help them fund their course or help get into placement. We also have more pastoral support as well. So every student will get a tutor, whether that's within their course or you'll get a college tutor. They'll help you with everything from the transition. So if you do get to college and you do find you're struggling a little bit, you're not quite sure about everything that's going on, you can just speak to one of your tutors. They can help you with, like I said, a wide range of things, whether that's CV writing, whether that's applying for what you're going on to next, or whether that is you are a bit worried about the transition and you're not quite settling in. There's lots of help there and lots of people who are there to support you. Our student support centre, they can help with lots of things as well. Um, so there really is at every point lots of people to kind of help for you to get access to. So just speak to somebody would be the biggest thing you just need to do if you are struggling. That's really good advice, Sam. Now, Abby, what have you enjoyed about further education that maybe wasn't there at school? I think there's more like opportunities to do things like I've I've definitely got involved more at college than I did at sixth form. At sixth form, I was really focused on the work because I had a lot of coursework and I had exams as well. So, and uh, A-levels are really difficult. So I was always focused on work and there would be like extracurricular stuff, but I'd never want to get involved in it. I'd just be like, no, I need to focus. But that's kind of like what helps you in a way build your personal statement to get into uni, which is what I needed. So when it was coming to the time of, writing my personal statement I was thinking oh I've got like nothing I can say about myself like it's really boring so when I went to college I decided I'm gonna just say yes to like any activities <laughs> like I'm, I'm just gonna say yes I'm just gonna go for it so that's what I did and yeah I don't know I think there's a lot of things to do and my two years at college I wouldn't say it's been like sad or anything or like depressed it's been fun whereas in six or I felt like kind of stressed all the time it's definitely the right move for you then. How many students are in your classes? 
there's not that many. I mean, obviously now because we have blended learning, it's kind of split up. So there's like two groups within my class. So there'll probably be about 10 or 15 in each, I guess. But sometimes, you know, if there's a bigger classroom, we do get put together. So it's not that big. So it's kind of easier to like know everybody and like talk to everybody as opposed to six one. There's like so many people. Yeah, and it's and it's easier to interact within the classes, I suppose, if you feel more comfortable within a smaller group. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So Sam, further education is where students can really take ownership of their work and of their future, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. That's the biggest difference between college and school is students taking ownership of their work and their future. So when you first start, you'll get a timetable and it's not going to be kind of standard nine to three full pack classes that you're going to be used to at school. There'll be lots of periods and lots of gaps within that that you aren't being taught. There might be some days where you're not even expected to come to classes. However, it's all about using that time wisely. So making sure that you are catching up with the coursework or just to get ahead of what you're doing. Have a look about what modules are coming up. Do a bit of reading about them. You can just get as prepped as you possibly can for the rest of the year. It's also a really good time to do any volunteer work. If you're going into the healthcare sector, for example, they need a lot of experience and placement work to get onto higher education courses. So using that time wisely is probably the best thing you can do and really take ownership of what you're doing. Abby, did you find it strange the more grown up approach to learning? I don't find it strange. I, I like it because I like being like quite independent. So obviously when we had lockdown, everything was basically online, which is still online for some things. But I don't know. I kind of like that. I kind of like it because it feels like, well, that's what it's going to be like at uni. So it's kind of preparing you. Where are you planning on going from here? Do you know yet? Yeah, so I've got offers from five unis, so... Well done. Thank you. I'm thinking of going to Uni of York. I want to study business management, so I want to go into, like, events management, like music events, like concerts and stuff like that, because I really enjoyed going to concerts and I really like music. Yeah, I thought that was a good idea, and then obviously after uni, I don't know what's going to happen after uni, get a job, go travelling, I don't know. The world is your oyster. And Sam, how will the college help any student with their next big step? So once you start kind of your second year with us at college, that's when you'll really start having a look and thinking about what is next. So if you're doing a level three course in your second year, you'll start looking at whether that's going to be university, whether that's going to be going on straight into work. We have lots of great support. So within your course, you'll have dedicated sessions where you might have like a tutorial. They'll help you with things like CV writing, UCAS applications getting a bit more experience, job applications, anything like that, they can kind of help you with. As student services, they also help with things like UCAS applications. Um, so there's lots and lots of support there for students. So Abby, as we've mentioned, you are the president of the Student Union. Tell us more about that. Yeah, so basically I applied, but I never thought I would actually get the role but I just applied for it anyway. And then there was like a voting thing. And then, I don't know, people must have actually voted for me, which is, I don't know why that happened. But yeah, I was really shocked when I found out. But it's really fun. We have a lot of meetings. Like we usually have meetings every two weeks. And there's a lot of opportunities to get involved with different things. Like soon we're having an LGBTQ like forum. So that's going to be organised soon. And then... We have various different things and there's like lots of opportunities to get involved with different things. So it's really good. Like I recommend that if anyone's coming to college, don't just 
do your assignments and do the work or just get involved in different things because it will be really like beneficial even if you're not going to uni and you're not writing a personal statement like me it's really beneficial it, it just you can make friends and it boosts your confidence just get involved that's what I'd recommend and apply for those roles that maybe you don't think you're going to get because uh, sometimes you may get a surprise. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So final question from me then. Would you recommend the college to others? Yeah, I, I would recommend the college. I think it's a really good college. The people are really nice, like the staff, the teachers. You can make friends easily. It's like it's really diverse. Um, there's lots of people, lots of different kinds of people you can meet. and. I wouldn't say it's chill, but like it's more chill than like a sixth form setting. It's like more independent. You can just get on with your work and stuff like that. It's really good. Yeah, I'd recommend it. Well, it sounds like when you were at sixth form that you were shy and you were just stressed all the time. And then you've moved on to college and you've basically ended up being the president of the student union. So it's worked out brilliantly for you. Congratulations on that. Yeah, thank you. I definitely don't regret it. College has helped me and I think it will help me going ahead to uni. Definitely. And good luck with deciding which of those five unis you're going to go to. And thank you so much for coming on for a chat. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Good luck, Abigail, with your studies and thanks for chatting with us. And good to speak to you too, Sam. I'm Debbie and this is the RNN Group Podcast. I'm now joined by Jason Lawler, who is the Student Services Administrator at the college. Hi, Jason. Hello. What are your expectations of the student at the RNN Group? So I'd say the main expectations for any of our students that come to one of the colleges is to succeed on a course of their choice. To help with that, we want the students to pick a course that they're interested in and passionate about. While at school, they don't really get that kind of choice until GCSEs to really pursue something that they're interested in and make that choice themselves. The idea is that college is for them to progress that love of that subject. So the expectation is we want them to succeed and we want them to like what they're doing at the same time. We want them to be passionate about it, be interested in it. And I suppose there's such an array of courses on offer at the college that they need to make sure that they choose the right thing and it has to be something that they don't feel like is hard work. They need to enjoy it. Yeah, that's exactly it. We want students to pick a course that they like. I think it's true in all aspects of life that if you aren't interested in something, you're not really going to care about it. You won't want to do it. With all the courses we offer, the students have the freedom to pick what they want to do which at the beginning, that can be a little bit daunting coming straight from school. We understand that within the first few weeks of an academic year, many people swap courses and they're supported to do so. We want the learners to enjoy their time on their courses. So if that just takes a little bit longer for them to pick that right course, then that's what it takes. We'll support them through it. The college was already innovative with technology before the pandemic struck. I imagine, though, that some of the workarounds that you've had to put in place so that education could continue have accelerated the use of technology at the college. How does this technology help support your students? Um, So, yeah, at the college, all the courses are kind of kitted out with the best equipment that we can get from, from the IT suites to the salons to the engineering departments. Lately, there's been a shift to working and studying from home. So we're kind of doing a bit of blended learning where learners will be on site for some parts of their timetable and they'll be at home for some parts of their timetable. That means the software that we've put in, such as the Google Classroom and we're having video calls and means the tutors are doing demonstrations online, which learners can then access whenever they need. They can access their assignments through the Google Drives. They can 
leave messages for tutors in case they're stuck on something. I know from experience myself, if I ever need a tutor when I was studying, you used to just wait for the next class to come along, which might be in a few days, or you tried catching them on a break when they were obviously on a break as well. Nowadays, with the new technology we're using, the learners can get almost instant access to the tutor. They can leave them a message and the tutor will get back to them as soon as possible. So the learners are getting a big benefit that they've got more contact with the tutors and more information to do with the course and helping them succeed with their assignments. I suppose over the course of the uh, pandemic, you had to just learn how to do things in different ways. Everybody did, didn't they? How does the technology help support your students, do you think? So I think the biggest and most obvious benefit is that our students are able to continue their courses while outside of the classroom with the tutors uploading their classes to Google. It also means that students can access the reference material easily through their college logins. They can access resources that the tutors have set up. They can see the demonstrations. They can get more assignment help and more one-to-one contact with the tutor as well by using some of the message boards that's on there as well. I suppose there are advantages to it, really. How do you think the students have taken to the new technologies? I'd say in a lot of cases, the learners have swapped over to the new technologies quite easily. There's some learners who might not have had the infrastructure at home, so we've attempted to support them as much as possible. And worst case scenario, we've, we've invited them in during the pandemic so that they're still able to learn. I know we've loaned out almost, I think, 500 laptops over the last year or so, and I think about 200 SIM cards so that learners can have internet access. That's just so that they can continue to learn from home, given the current climate. As part of the additional learning support team, I'm also aware that some students are not able to work from home due to difficulty or disability, and we've put support in place in those. So in some Google Classrooms, there might also be some extra support assistants that are also in those classes to help support the learners as well. So would you go as far as to say that you don't need to be in the classroom to learn these days? As it stands now, I don't think you do. There's benefits to both being on site and being at home. I feel in the foreseeable future, we'll see a mix of that on a more permanent basis that you'll come into college for your practical sessions. If you're doing IT or you're in the salon or you're in the catering, you'll have access to the equipment that we have on site. But also when you're at home, you'll have access to the resources that the tutors put on the Google Drives and on the cloud. Um, You'll have access to the demonstrations that have been set up, the assignment support. It'll all be online for the learners to access. So they don't necessarily have to be in class. What other resources are there for students to access? So by default, every learner at RNN Group is given a college login um, and that gives them access to the Google Suite. So that's Google Classroom, the Drives, Google Sheets, Docs, Google Slides, that kind of stuff. Those same accounts also enable them to download the Microsoft Suite of software such as Word, Excel, PowerPoint. Every student through the Google Chrome has access to a piece of software called Read and Write, which is useful for any learners what have got a disability. Maybe they struggle to read stuff on a screen. That can help them with changing the size, the colours, the background. It can also read it out loud to them. So if they're not sure on what something's saying, hearing it might be helpful. And aside from that, we also have a huge team of support staff that's been there for years now, and they're always still available. Either you can email them or you can phone them through the main campus receptions. But we have a mentoring team, welfare, counselling, safeguarding. We have a student finance team and an additional support team. So any learners that are struggling with health and well-being or they're struggling financially or maybe they just have a difficulty or disability, they're always able to get support just by contacting the college and letting us know. That does sound very supportive and really reassuring for the student as well. Thank you, Jason, for chatting to us. You're welcome. So how do you make the most of your time here in the college? Let's find out more from Chloe, who is the Learner Events Coordinator at the college. Hi, Chloe. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, perfect. Thank you. 
Now, we've spoken before in these podcasts about the college producing fully rounded individuals. There's plenty for the students to get involved in above and beyond their studies, isn't there? Yeah, so when you come to college, there are lots more opportunities to get involved in as opposed to your secondary schools, whether that be volunteering, joining clubs and learner forums. So that could be the student's union. That could be becoming something like a mental health ambassador for the student union. You could be a course rep to help improve the experience of the learners on your course for yourselves and beyond. So yeah, there are lots of opportunities and I encourage learners to get involved in as many as they can to kind of get the best out of their college life because those kind of very short years that you are at college, you need to make the most of it and you can put yourself in really good stead going forward for your career. This is it because it's not just about going to college to do your studies. It's about getting involved in the whole experience, isn't it? What do you think students gain by taking part in the enrichment opportunities at the college? Yeah, there's lots of benefits to taking part in enrichment, whether that be making new friends. You might meet people taking part in these activities that actually aren't on your course, but they're friends for life. They can gain new skills and qualifications to pop on their CVs. Um, I think that's a really important one. So for something like volunteering, you learn skills like communication skills, how to connect with others, and you make those really, really good connections that you can take past college. And most importantly for me, those opportunities help you to have fun and enjoy your time at college. Like I've mentioned before, you're there for such a short space of time. The last thing you want to do is look back and think, oh, I wish I'd have taken part in that. It's better to do it than not do it. And then you're not going to look back and have any regrets. So for me, getting involved in as much as you can is the best way forward. So you've mentioned volunteering. What other sorts of things can they get involved in? Give me some examples. Yeah, so um, at the college, we have health and activity leads that span across the three sites. So at the moment, the health and activity leads are helping learners get involved in things such as Zumba, table tennis, Pilates, online fitness classes. They're also doing things like scavenger hunts that learners can get involved in from home whilst connecting with other learners. They also have Google Classrooms where learners can meet and connect with each other and still keep in contact when they're sort of in that virtual world and are sitting at home. We also have the Learner Experience magazine, which learners can get involved in. So that goes out sort of every month or every couple of months. And what is in the Learner Experience magazine is it might be a topic on the month. So, for example, we've done things like Black Lives Matter. We've done the LGBTQ plus forums. There's lots and lots of things. I think this month we're just writing it at the moment and we're talking about women and women's rights and what things women can do to keep themselves safe, which I know at the moment is such a huge topic of conversation. So yeah, learners are more than welcome to get involved in that. They might want to go on and be journalists, for example, so they can come on and write stories with us. They can help assist in the design of the programme. They can edit it. So there's lots of opportunities for learners to get involved in. It sounds great. It's making me want to go back to college. Now, during the pandemic, the loss of our routines and support structures has has really taken its toll on all of us, hasn't it? But I imagine for students, this has been an even bigger blow. Yeah, absolutely. I think routine is really important for mental health. Despite the switch to virtual learning, all support mechanisms are still in place for learners, whether that be their teaching staff, pastoral staff, which is like PTs and sets who help learners develop their skills and employability choose as well as their personal skills. Health and activity leads also is something that I've mentioned. They've been amazing during this pandemic and keeping learners engaged. They have been helping to keep active, doing sessions again, which I've touched on. And these have really allowed learners to have fun in lockdown and still keep connected with their peers. It's really encouraged learners to kind of look after themselves physically and mentally, as well as being able to be who they want to be, which I think is a really, really important step at college. That's kind of where you learn your path and learn who you want to be and what you want to go on to do in. 
We do lots of things like that to get learners involved, to get them to meet new people. And I think that's been sort of paramount to keeping those structures and routines in place for learners with them being in the virtual world. We also have been sending out regular wellbeing letters and the monthly learner experience magazine again, which I mentioned. These things just show learners how they can support the mental health, who is there for them. If they ever find themselves, they need needing someone to chat to. They always have the capacity to find those things that they need. We also have the student awards, which recognizes the success and achievements of learners. So even though we have gone to this virtual world, those things are still in place for learners to get involved in. And they can win awards, which is really, really nice, even still in a virtual world, to realize that you've been recognized in what you're doing and that you are kind of making the most out of that college experience. The college have also coupled up with a platform called Together All. This is where learners can get support 24-7. It's sort of like a little online forum where they can go chat to people, get advice and just seek help, basically. We've also got mental health ambassadors within the Students' Union that go around and promote mental health and well-being with the learners. So there's lots and lots of support mechanisms in place that learners can reach out to if they find themselves needing to. There really is. It sounds fantastic. So I'm a new student at the college. Okay. I'm not, but we're just saying this hypothetically. I'm a new student at the college. You've already mentioned so many things that I'd love to get involved with, but what is the one thing you think I need to get involved with? Okay. This is a tough one. I don't like to choose. However, on this occasion, I will tell you, I am a huge advocate for volunteering. I think volunteering is really important in shaping you to be the person who you are. By having these experiences on your CV, it stands you out from the crowd. If you've got volunteering on your CV and application forms and someone else hasn't, you may be more likely to get a job or be applied onto a course or things like that. So I think volunteering, I am a huge advocate of, and there's lots of opportunities to get involved in it at college. I also think it's really important because it gives you value of your community. You're getting involved with charities and organisations and making connections that you may otherwise not have made. I think there are endless benefits to volunteering, but as well as sort of it's really proved to help your mental health. So I think at a time like this, getting involved in volunteering, whether that be a large project or something just local within your community is really important. So much to get stuck into. Thanks for chatting with us, Chloe. Thank you. Hopefully you'll have heard today that the switch from school to college is not something to be afraid of, but the beginning of your own exciting journey into the best future for you. And the RNN Group Colleges will be with you every step of the way. To find out more about how to study with us, visit the Rotherham College, North Knotts College or Dern Valley College website. Thank you for listening to the RNN Group Podcast and please don't forget to hit subscribe and rate it as well. From me, Debbie Mag, and my guests today, Sam, Abigail, Jason, and Chloe, goodbye.